Hey y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to Take a Seat. Today I'm talking about love with a beautiful married couple, Kim and Allison. They have such a heartwarming love story and I wanted to be sure to highlight that for Valentine's Day and just in general, you know, Valentine's Day is all about love and loving yourself, loving uh, your partner, loving basically family, just love in general. So thank you. Kim and Allison for joining me in their beautiful home. Yes, I traveled, so I'm really happy about that. This is my first time traveling um, and taking my podcast outside of uh, Jackson. So um, I appreciate the time, and let's get right into it. So Kim and Allison, first kind of give the listeners um, just a brief description of who you all are. I'm Kimberly Reeves. Uh, Hope is my first cousin. <laughs> uh, grew up uh, Yazoo City, born and raised here. Went off to college, uh, played basketball uh, throughout high school and college. Uh, Thirty-five Capricorn. Okay, uh, Capricorn. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> two days before Christmas, uh, we have a son, Captain, and uh, I'll let Allison tell you a little bit about Allison. I'm Allison Reeves. <laughs> I went to Alabama and M. Majored in agribusiness. I'm now in the emergency management agency, and I also do resumes and tutoring for our small rural community. And Captain is our son. Like Kim said, he's actually a puppy. <laughs> and um, that's just a little bit about us. Yeah, so we're going to dive deeper into uh, both who you are individually, and then we're going to segue into the wonderful marriage that you all have and just a wonderful relationship as well. So my first question is, um, just for clarity, how do you identify your sexuality? I personally don't hold myself to any type of, what do I call it? Label. Labels. I don't personally, so I'm free. I'm, I feel like I'm just a woman who likes women, mm -hmm. but I have no oppositions towards men. You mm -hmm. know, like I'm more comfortable with women and that's what makes me happy. Okay. I'm more, so I would say pansexual and sapiosexual, which means I'm attracted to who I'm attracted to. It's not really limited by your sexual identity or your gender, and I'm highly attracted to intelligence, so okay. that's what turns me on. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I love those descriptions, and I, I love how you all said that basically you are who you are, you know, and it's, you don't really have a label. It's just more so who you're attracted to. Um, so take me through that moment when you realized that you two were attracted to each other. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's weird because her bro my brother and her are like best friends since like a since y'all moved here, right? Yeah. And that was you were third grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've always known her, but I never really looked at her like that. Like, mm -hmm. just Kevin's friend. Like. Right. But then when I actually <laughs> began to look at her like that, like, whoa, look at Allison. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was crazy. So it was, I would say, I started noticing her on social media, you know, like, I was like, look at Allison. Allison look nice. You know, she cut her hair. I like all that. Like, she wears many different hairstyles, and I love them all. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? She keeps it natural. She keeps a little pixie cut. I was like, she's sexy. Hold on, Allison. <laughs> I, always, I always knew she was smart, but when I actually got to know her, I realized so much more, and it was it was beautiful. 
Yeah, I, I would say the same. I started my attraction with Kim via Facebook, her Facebook persona. And okay, um, social media. Yeah, social media. <laughs> but we were just very casual in our interactions. And then when we saw each other, like when we were younger, we didn't really, I didn't really look at Kim either. Um, but, you know, as we became adults and we saw each other for the first time, it was an instant attraction. Okay. Oh, she look Kim Kim did a week at Allison, y'all. <laughs> Instant. Um, so growing up in the Bible belt, um, did you ever find it intimidating to live in your truth? I know, you know, being in the Bible belt, which are which are the southern states and where they hold dear to religion, um, was was it intimidating to, you know, live in your truth or did you have support? For me, um, uh it wasn't intimidating because I've always been confident in who I am. So, I mean, I feel like God knows my heart. You know, I love God, firm believer, you know, grew up in the church. But at the end of the day, I, I feel like God doesn't judge us. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to heaven, you know. So, right. I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, I always saw God as love. I never really subscribed to the notion that, homosexuality was a sin, especially after learning that the actual word wasn't in the Bible until 1946 with the actual translation translating to sodomy, which is something completely different than homosexuality. So I never really felt intimidated to be myself in the Bible Belt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, with this idea that society deems love between men and women, right? That was the norm for centuries. And so how did your love for each other conquer that? Conquer that notion of love is man and woman? Uh, I would say my confidence in who I am makes it hard to care about the reaction of society mm. within itself. Like, uh, I feel like our love for one another uh, is strong and secure, you know, and uh, it brings about a level of comfort. I say when you live in your truth, it's hard for any outsider to have an impact on your life. Like, who are you and why should I care about what you think and or how you feel? And so you've always been that way. I pretty much have. It's and, and the reason I, I question that, not saying, not doubting you, yeah. but more so of that's, that takes a lot of maturity to do that. And then, too, it's like you always knew or you always had that confidence. And so that's what a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. It's confidence. And also a lot of people struggle with, like tuning out the noise of yeah. society, which, you know, sometimes is me, you know, I'm, I'm that way. And yeah. sometimes it gets tough, but yeah. to, to hear them, to know that that's, that's really inspiring. Allison, what about you? Um, again, our love and connection is, is really strong and it's really organic and it just feels right for me. So I think as we evolve and expand as a human race i think our definition of love should reflect that expansion mm -hmm. and i feel like kim and i are a representation of that mm -hmm. so do you think the do you think society has understood this new perception so. of love i think so i think living in mississippi it may be hard to see that but if you travel and you explore different people in different areas, I think you'll see more acceptance and more tolerance and um, just more um, of a relation to the possibility that love has no gender or yeah. form yeah. specifically. So what was the most challenging? Was it accepting who you are or was it allowing the world to see who you are? Uh, I 
accepted who I was early in life, you know, mm -hmm. probably fifth, sixth, seventh grade, early on. So with that being said, I would have to say allowing the world to know who I am. I sometimes, uh, like, have a cutoff button when dealing with individuals that I don't necessarily, uh, that people that I don't necessarily know, and they won't actually receive me in my true form. Mm. So I don't necessarily um, allow people to see me completely as I am. Like, if I don't feel like you're worthy or, you know, I just give you bits and pieces of me and I just, like, I deal accordingly, you mm -hmm. know. So I would say, you know, more so um, allowing the world to see who I am truly. Yeah. For me, I dated men the mm -hmm. majority of my life. Kim was my first interaction with a woman. So whereas she had a straight line, mine was more curved. Yeah. And um, I wasn't really afraid of the world seeing who I was. Uh, but letting my family know, that was a different story. That was my real challenge. Okay. And why was that? Because my family tends to believe that a man and a woman should mm -hmm. be together um mm -hmm. that's that's their belief that's the belief that was instilled in me and so i knew that coming out to my family was going to be a hurdle for all of us to get over yeah so was did you have that talk with yourself to kind of like that pep talk and when it came to telling your parents yes I, well at first i wanted to make sure kim and i were really serious mm -hmm. so i hid it for, from them for about six months Okay. And um, when I was ready, I had that talk with my parents, and it was a very interesting conversation. And the months following were also very interesting. Years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to like you know intrude in, in personal business, but interesting meaning in what way? Yeah, it was very challenging. It was very hard for my parents to accept it. I think you know. Just the fact that I dated men the mm -hmm. majority of my life, mm -hmm. and then here I am, like, okay, you know, I, I'm dating a woman now. So that was hard for them to understand. Mm -hmm. And um, I think parents generally have a idea of you and how they want you to present yourself yep. to the world and live. And when I countered that, it was just very hard and challenging for them to get over. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Still to this day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We have made progress. <laughs> baby progress steps, baby steps. Is, progress is always good. Um, so who do you credit for your bravery of coming out? Um, I would say, like, my dad and my siblings. Uh, because I remember uh, when we had moved with, you know, grandma and dad, that um, he asked me, he was like, what, what's your sexual preference? And I just played crazy, and I was like, Huh? <laughs> and then he was like, so you like boys or girls? You know, and I was just like, I like girls. And he was just like, you know, he never judged me. Mm -hmm. My siblings, you know, Courtney had a hard time at first, but she loves me. <laughs> um, you know, they've always just made me feel comfortable with who I was. You know, that's mm -hmm. why it's so easy for me to be like, you know, forget society. I don't care. My family you loves family, me. Yeah. My family loves me. Mm -hmm. They don't judge me. They just want to make sure that I'm happy and no one's taking advantage of my kind heart. Yes. And, you know, they love the love is reciprocated. Mm -hmm. So it's it's my family. Really, family is everything. <laughs> yeah. Like everything. Like I feel like if you have a solid foundation with your family or just have a really great relationship with family, it's like 
It's yeah. us against the world. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. us against the world. Time. Like I mean, oh, period. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> so Allison, um, I guess I would say my brother. My brother is a gay man, and I just saw him living his truth. Mm-hmm. I saw him living his truth from a very early age, and that caused me to be very accepting. Also, I have always had a gay best friend. Okay. <laughs> I've always had a gay best friend. And so that just kind of embedded in me an understanding of the other. Mm-hmm. And so when it was when I realized my interest in women, it was just like, okay, I've seen it happen, and I kind of have a playbook. So. Yeah, and like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, right. No biggie. But, right, like, yeah. this is okay. Yeah. So that was good that you had people around you that supported you mm-hmm. and that you were able, like, they. it's almost in a way that they kind of comfort you you know, when that time came to right. where it's like, all right, yeah. this isn't, this isn't bad at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so tell me about how you all met. I want to hear that story. Like how did, how did this happen? I mean, I know, you know, Kevin's best friend mm-hmm. all that, but like, when did y'all start getting serious? Like, give me a timeline. I, I'll just say as I far as like year. All right, you got it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I moved back to Mississippi in like May or April of 2017 and Kevin came into town so it was really like a perfect setup because Kevin and I love to just parlay be free yes so (laughs) Kevin and I were parlaying and Kim came and met us somewhere and I could just tell as soon as I saw her, she just had a crush. I was like, oh, he's so cute. Look at her. Puppy dog eyes. She could barely talk. It was just so cute. Cut it out. <laughs> and so um, after that, she began initiating contact between us for various reasons. Shot my shot. Yeah. Okay. And then she Shoot told him. me she had a dream. And I was like, okay. Then she had another dream. She showed up in my dreams. I knew it was real. Yeah. And so we started talking, and I'll never forget. We started, like, texting and stuff. And Kim, I was like, yeah, you're going to fall in love. And Kim was like, oh, no, I'm not looking for anything serious. Mm -hmm. And we have been girlfriend and girlfriend ever since, basically. (laughs) Now she's my wife. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Look, you said that you weren't looking for anything serious. So does that mean that you weren't dating no i most definitely was dating i okay. used to be a mm, back in my prime you know mm-hmm. but allison she put some cuffs on me you know she made me get my mind right <laughs> you know back in my prime yeah. now, I, was, I was something else now yeah, she was wide open yeah but i was just again being free and you know not committing to anyone okay. or anything just doing as I yeah yeah just I just had to clear that up that Mm -hmm. was for that was for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just was out here playing around yes she was (laughs) yes she was so um of course until roughly six years ago same-sex marriage was illegal yeah including Mississippi uh what were your thoughts when the Supreme Court ruled same-sex marriage legal in all 50 states this was June 26 2015 um, did you all feel that it would ever come, or like what did that mean to y'all at the time? I would say for me, it was a it was a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like if people want to marry someone of the same sex, they should be able to. Like that's their choice. Like if it isn't hurting, harming you, like I mean, you can 
be hurt, feel however you want to feel about it. But at the end of the day, like, it has nothing to, to do, do with, with you. you. Mm -hmm. Like, if people want to be happy and that's what makes them happy, man, I say shoot for the stars, man. You know, I, I really wasn't personally uh, thinking about marriage or anything. You know, I just okay. was living freely, like I yeah. said. But she came and swept me off my feet. And, um... <laughs> And I've been floating ever since. <laughs> yeah, I was the same way. Like, I, I wasn't even dating the same sex at that time. But, again, I had so many friends. And so to see them to have the opportunity, especially, like, the economic opportunities that marriage brings, I was really happy for them. I was just happy for the country. And I felt like, you know, it was just a way for us to move to the next steps of acceptance and love for all people. Yeah, why do y'all think that it's such a difficult thing for people to accept? Like, I literally don't know. Like, yeah. I can't even understand it. I, like, the fact that it, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's mm -hmm. not your sexual preference or anything that you have to interact in. Um, I just never understood why people were so mad about it. I have a saying, I always think homophobes are closeted homosexuals and so i mean i think that maybe you know them not having the courage to express or, their sexual or accept or accept mm -hmm. their sexual interests then it just creates a bitterness towards those who do mm -hmm. but that's just my opinion. yeah 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 <laughs> i hear oftentimes that uh we are what we, what we project mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so my thing is like you said when you project this certain type of ill towards people. Right. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah. You must. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, right. Like, right. Yeah. Um, so, how did you know Kim was the one? Kim, how did you know Allison was the one? It was the way I felt. Um, I hate to be cliche and say, when you know, you know. Mm -hmm. But literally, like, when we started dating, I felt home. I felt a comfort. I felt an ease that I hadn't felt when dating anybody else. Um, I could be myself, um, my 100% weird, nerdy, quirky self with her. And that was really important for me because I always wanted to be comfortable with whoever I decided to spend my life with. Mm -hmm. The respect. Um, she, she's very respectful. And she just treats me the way I would like to be treated without me telling her how I want to be treated. So when oh. I got that, I was like, okay. <laughs> Kim is crying. <laughs> just kidding. It was sweet, babe. <laughs> uh, I knew that Allison was the one um, when I looked at her and saw no one else. Mm. Again, I used to be a player, mm -hmm. you know, not to toot my own old horn, but yeah. when I looked at her and saw these old brown eyes, I was like, man, she's doing something to me <laughs> in the inside. <laughs> what is going on? What is this feeling? You know, I mean, I knew what it, I thought I knew what it felt like to love and be in love, but this was different. It was, it was different and it was fulfilling. Like, I knew, I felt complete. You know, like, I was just like, man, like, this is my best friend. Like, you don't know, she's a chef. She's a rapper. She's a comedian. What? She got rapper. bars for days now. Oh, I'll you got to spit something real quick. You got to spit something real quick. Oh I'll put some God, music no, to please. it. <laughs> she's a rapper. 
Go, Allison. I do have bars, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy because we always finish, uh, like, lyrics off together. Like, I'll start rapping something or singing yeah. something, and she always coming right behind me. Okay. Then when she misses, I'll be like, babe, what you doing? Like, you didn't catch that? Yeah. One of our first dates, we, we discovered we both loved the old Kanye. Yeah. Um, you know, so we, we definitely have a connection through music. To okay. Facts. I love music. Yeah. I love music. <laughs> Put you on to some cuz. <laughs> uh, what have you learned about yourselves while married that you didn't know prior to? Like, what are some things that you you've learned? Okay, I will take the first shot on this one. <laughs> I would say that I can be very stubborn at times. Mm-hmm. I guess I really didn't realize how stubborn I can be. Like Allison always says, it's either your way or nothing. No, I don't quite feel like that, but it should be my way most of the time, <laughs> you know. And I would say, oh. Uh, I felt like I was a good communicator, but I also realized that I just shut down. Like, if I don't feel like she's listening or really interpreting the message as I'm delivering it, like, she might receive it a whole nother way, but I'm like, like, I'm explaining to you, mm-hmm. plain and simple, but, you know, I, I feel like I could be a better communicator and um, and more expressive, so. Okay. Hmm. Uh-oh, she going to use that on you right. later. Cannot wait. Takes notes. <laughs> but, yeah, um, definitely definitely patience. I learned patience. Um, patience. That's probably the main thing that, that I have taken away from being married. Um, you have to have patience with a person. You have to accept who they are and where they are and keep the big picture in mind. So that allows me to say, hmm. Communication is still at a four, but we're going to get to that five one day. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Shady. So Shady do, you all think, do you all think that some things you're just going to learn in a marriage that you didn't know prior? Correct. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, all of it is, is sometimes growing pains. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, we learn something new weekly, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, truly being a team, like, you know, people always ask, like, what's, what's changed since you're being married? And it's just really a sense of, like, it's not about me anymore. It's about us. And mm-hmm. just considering the team and everything that I do, that just creates a selflessness within you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I hear a lot that, you know, you have to be whole, like, each part, each individual has to be whole before they come together and mm-hmm. you know be married so i mean how true is that yeah that's very true if you want a successful marriage you have to be whole on your own you have to be able to sustain yourself and make yourself happy before you expect to be happy with someone else otherwise you're going to be putting the brunt of the work on to your partner and that is very stressful so that's what it means when they say you have to be whole like you have to be whole within yourself completely mm-hmm. before you can come together because otherwise you're just you're in a, within a pushing pool within yourself so yeah okay. you, you can't it's not gonna work if you're not whole see i was gonna say the same exact oh time. really <laughs> Look, I, I was looking over there and i'm like yeah. i was gonna say, girl i was gonna say the same thing finishing each other's sentences <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a part of it <laughs> Oh, y'all are so funny. Okay, so also, how important is it to know each other's love language? 
I would say it's uh, very important to know it makes you more aware and understanding of what I should be supplying her with. You know, like, uh, it's like if she isn't big on gifts and I'm always a gift buyer, um, that's not what she wants. She likes quality time, physical touch, y'all. She loves to be touched on. I'm, I'm a masseuse in my masseuse in my mind, <laughs> and I feel like my hands are like awesome. And because of that, she always wants me to touch on her. Like, babe, I like to be touched too, you know. <laughs> but all in all, knowing you know each other's love languages, and you know, again, supplying your person with that. Is very important to me. Like, yeah, it makes a difference. I think knowing love language is important, but I think knowing your partner is most important. Like, just knowing their cues and how they feel and how they're responding to things is is most important. Love language is cool, but and we read the five love languages together, but she forced me. I did. <laughs> you know, I just. I really didn't know that the love language was a thing till maybe like in my last relationship. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't realize that that was a thing. Yeah. And so then I'm like, oh wow, so this <laughs> this is who I am. Like this is what I like, and mm-hmm. this is what he likes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm I'm glad I, I was able to learn that and know about that. Mm-hmm. So you know, next time around, whenever <laughs> somebody <laughs> decides to scoop me up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah, I'll know. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, do you think you can grow in love with one another, even like you know when you are married? Or, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean because I feel like sometimes in relationships, and I know in marriages, when you deal with people, like you really fall in and out of love. Like, you're we're not always in love. You know, we love each other every day, but being in love is it's a different like when we're truly at our best selves and in our relationship together like we're just happy like everything clicking and it's just it's different mm-hmm. you know so yeah i i have to say you can grow in love i agree i don't think you want the marriage day to be the peak of your mm-hmm. relationship so i think you want to look at it more as ebbs and flows and you know sometimes it's challenging and sometimes it's blissful but as you go up and down you learn more and more and you just continue to soar to a higher a higher level of higher way of being so you can definitely grow in love and I think you should grow in love Mm -hmm. so you you stated that you know of course it has its highs highs and lows right and of course I'm not married you know and I just I find it really Interesting how when you're married, you still have highs and lows. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just being human yeah. and being two different individuals. Mm-hmm. Like we have a lot in common, but we have a lot of differences as well. Okay. Like I mean, we have a lot of differences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think the I think what you're saying, like you you think like okay, when you find someone that you want to spend your life with, the connection is strong and it should be strong. Mm-hmm. And that's just the start, though. But it is inevitable to have differences in, in, you, because you're two different individuals. Yeah. And, you know, like, it goes back to being whole. It's about being able to respect who you are and respect who your spouse is mm-hmm. and allow those to merge together. But it's not going to necessarily be instant. 
Okay. You know, it's like a congealing. Yeah, like you, like you kind of align together in yeah. a sense. Over time. Over Correct. time. Mm-hmm. Over time. Yeah, it's not Even instant. when you're married. <laughs> like, yeah. and may, and I'm think, when I think about marriage, you know, okay, I'll just speak for myself. When I think about marriage, I just think about like just this instant bliss, like, you know, mm-hmm. just perfect perfect fireworks yes (laughs) (laughs) but what you all are saying is 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 not always like that no no not at all compatibility is important it's very important and again knowing who you're dealing with is very important but even with all of those things and all the love in the world you still will have moments where you want to hurt the person that you love <laughs> chop her head off yeah. but it, it's but it's I think that we have to have a more realistic view of marriage and I don't think a lot of people talk about it in that way but mm-hmm. that's the real and that's a good that is a great point that you just said because do you think we have a good representation of that in every day like on with media or yeah. just in general because do no. you think we have that? I don't think so. I think that mar- the wedding has been just elevated to this dream. Overrated. And a lot of women have such a dream for the wedding, but they are not putting any thought to the emotional intelligence that needs to be taken into the marriage for it to be successful, for you to be content, for you to be whole, for you to be happy on the daily. And I don't want it to be confused. I'm not saying that you won't feel all of those things in a marriage on the daily, but it, it's work. Mm-hmm. It's work. And, you know, like, you want to have the, the foundation, but even with that, it's definitely work. And I don't think that many people want to commit to that. And that's mm-hmm. why we have so many breakups and divorces. Why is that? Why do you think people aren't don't want to be committed to that? I think because in today's society, instant is cool. You know, instant gratification. Yeah, instant is the thing because a lot of things you can get so quickly. It's everything is at the touch of a fingertip. But things like love and compatibility and companionship, those are things that takes some loyalty and trust and mm-hmm. trust building and just lots of things that a lot of people don't really. I don't want to say value. But they don't understand what it takes to have that. Mm-hmm. It's just always goals, goals, goals. But it's like, okay, what does it take to reach that goal? Mm. And the steps are not really identified. Yeah. Would you like to add to that, Kim? Or she stole your words again? Man, she got it. <laughs> she got it. Uh, I, I agree with everything she said, so it's really just spot on. And, and sometimes people <clears throat> get married for the wrong reasons, like, I want to be married by a certain age, or, mm. you know, I want this, this, and that by, you know, putting a time frame on it. Like, are you truly happy? That was me. Got you. That was me. Um, I thought I was going to be married at 23. Got you. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think about it, I'm just... You <laughs> took two years off of the 25. Normally people say 25. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, well, the rate it was going, I thought. Uh, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no longer uh, exists. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think it, um, again, people rush into things or, you know, they want to be uh, perceived as this beautiful couple that had this beautiful wedding. We went to the courthouse and it was one of the best days of our lives. Yes. Like, we truly just said, you know what? 
to pick the date. It actually was Captain's birthday. Uh, and we we told, you know, people and mm-hmm. those that wanted to show up, showed up. And it yeah. was, you know, I had my, my siblings there, mm-hmm. uh, my dad, you know. She had, like, support from her friends. Her friends drove from Atlanta, people she went to college with, uh, Tennessee, yeah. uh, Missouri, mm-hmm. like they came and they they were there and it was it was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my friends there. It was it was love. It like was, it was yeah. actually love within our moment. You mm-hmm. know, and it was genuine. Like everybody that was there truly supported us. Yeah, they they loved us for who we are. They accepted us. Like her friends, psh, <laughs> they my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, I think we got married the right way because it was our way. Yeah. You know, it was our way. Like, yeah. You ain't setting up this huge wedding. People can't come. They can't come. You got fake supporters. No. Yep. What we had was love. Yeah. So. Chance the Rapper's Big Day album is real. I love his yeah. album and just going through, like, his list. Because that was, like, an ode to his wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, dang it, I cannot remember the song, but I, I think it was... I think the song was Big Day, but I'm not sure. Critics of Chance the Rapper did yeah. not come for me. <laughs> but um, it was like a lot of people, he said something like a lot of people will be there for my marriage. Or, okay, you know what? I'm screwing it up. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to stop right there. But basically he was just saying like a, a lot of fake love will be there, mm-hmm. but they're not really real. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, y'all going to support me when it, when it looks good exactly. or when... Yeah. And everything's all rainbows and sunshine, mm-hmm. but yeah, you you want people who understand your relationship, yeah, to be there on that special day, yeah. But that special day doesn't it doesn't take thirty or fifty thousand dollars to be special if the love is real. Mm. Yeah. So there's no price, nope. on love, nope. Priceless, mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't put a tag on. Yeah, it. <laughs> we, we we were literally the happiest people ever in life that day. <laughs> <laughs> like well, we, we are actually some people's relationship goals. Hey, mm-hmm. I can believe that. <laughs> I can believe that. How, how do you feel about that though? Like the fact that you are someone's relationship goals. Um, and I say that because a lot of times we see on social media, like, oh my gosh, goals. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey go. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like yeah. what does she do? Yeah. You know, like so how do you all feel about that whole persona of this couple is my relationship goes I feel as if uh if it's actually genuine sincere love that you're seeing and noticing like if it's that and that's what you you know would like in your own personal relationship then go for it but if it's that hard love you look like you're happy but you're really not like your love hurts Mm -hmm. I don't want that Mm -hmm. you know but some people glorify those things because it looks one way but in all actuality it's it's not that Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm grateful that you know people that actually do look up to us and look up to you know um our relationship like because I know we are true to one another like Mm -hmm. I love it like we are the couple too yeah. actually uh, look up to <laughs> I'm comfortable with it because we like she said we are really happy we're in love and we're not some false goal to look up to it's a real it's a real thing and I think that it's important to have cool happy 
lesbian relationships on mm-hmm. display because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how it looks. They think they have to be just this extreme version, and we're mm-hmm. just these two normal women. We've always been leaders in our own right. So mm-hmm. I think to look up to us is, is completely natural, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what's your foundation? What keeps you all grounded in your relationship? Go ahead, baby. Because <laughs> she don't. Because Kim, Kim trying to steal the uh, the answer from Alice. Exactly every time. Uh, no, I think that we are committed to each other. That's the foundation. Like nobody can come between us. Um, we um, we're loyal. We trust each other. So I can go to her with my professional goals, with my personal problems. We are committed to each other. And it's like having a best friend in your corner. Like, you know, mm-hmm. their best friend is tell you the truth and Even not you spare your feelings. It. She's going to do all of that. And I'm going to do the same for her. So it's just like having a person. Like, her name in my phone is my person because mm-hmm. she's my person that I know That's I can. so beautiful. Yeah. Get my real from, you know. Yeah, yeah so. I think that's that's what we go back to, mm-hmm. you know, even when we're fighting or mad or whatever, like at the end of the day, I know she wants what's best for me mm-hmm. and I want what's best for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I was just about to say, Kim, you, can, Listen, you cannot no, say that. I would, I would also <laughs> say the fact of the friendship, mm-hmm. like we were actually friends, like again, her and Kevin were friends, but <laughs> no, she is my dog, you know, mm-hmm. like it, our friendship, I would say everything is based off our friendship. Mm-hmm. Once we got to know each other, like, if you're friends before you're lovers, you, I mean, where can you go wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, we are actually friends. Like, we have fun. Like, when we, like she said, when we mad at each other and something happens, she's like, I want my friend back. You yeah. know, and I be like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> go ahead and be this friend for You know what I'm saying? Like, again, the, the advice thing, you know. I stay giving her advice. She gives me some too, but I again deal with people uh, accordingly. And when if Allison loves you and cares about you, she will put up some sh- with some sh- for you, mm-hmm. like or from you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But and I have to, you know, like, babe, that's not love. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's family, friends, whatever. You know, like just because you think they love you, that's not love. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, you love somebody, you're not going to do this to them. You're not going to purposely or purposely hurt them, nor would you if you, if it brings about a level of hurt, you know, continue to do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, um, she teaches me a lot because this is the most forgiving person I've ever met in my life. Mm -hmm. She teaches me about forgiveness because I'll just be like, fuck it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that'll be that. Mm-hmm. That's that on that. But yeah. Allison, oh man. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is forgiving within itself right here. Like this this is what forgiveness looks like. I okay. believe in love. Me too. <laughs> I believe in love. <laughs> <laughs> and not just romantically. <laughs> so what has brought you to the most joy about being together? I got this one, babe. Okay. It it just went back to the whole friend thing, mm-hmm. having my best friend as my wife. Aww. Like, you can't beat it. You know, <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, this is really my dog, man. Yeah, like, y'all in this together. Yeah, what? Yeah. And we, we gonna conquer the world. You mm. know, it'd be so cute when she's like, babe, I can't wait till I retire you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Better? You know, she's so ambitious and, like, 
she's a hustler. Like when I talk about go get her, this is her. She didn't even mention her. She all, everything she said about herself earlier. She didn't even mention she has a, a a little clothing thing. You know, like she does it. She does the stretch jeans. Like I'm her biggest supporter. Like I I'm, see I'm she a look, fan. She's humble with it, but look, yeah. let them know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She says yeah. it all the time. Like she, man, this is a boss. If you yeah. ever seen one, you know and. When it comes to like whatever she wants to do, she sets her mind to it. She she can do it. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter what it is. I right. promise. I know Alice can do it. Yeah, you know and she unless it's math. It. You know what I'm saying? But you know, just everything with us is just natural. Yeah, you know, it's truly unforced. Mm -hmm. Like. Like, we can go into a store. I remember one time we were going to buy some, some glasses. I remember the Ray-Ban store. Mm -hmm. And, like, the lady was like, I just love your vibe. I love you. Y'all got, you're like, y'all's vibe. Like, mm -hmm. people just love us everywhere we yeah. go. And it's real. Like, we, yeah. just, we just vibe and we have fun. Y'all are very just, like, cool. Mm -hmm. Like, and I know cool is, like, the most basic word. But yeah. it's like. I'm with you, though. We cool. Yeah, cool. Like, actually cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, we really are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. I can't really spend the night, everything <laughs> over here, and just like we got a guest room. Yeah, <laughs> like I had to throw that in there. <laughs> um, it's oftentimes said that your partner brings out the best in you. So would you would you say that? Most definitely, yeah. hands down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She makes me better. Yeah, we have both elevated personally from being together. Yeah, she calls herself. Uh, she, what do you say you, you did to me? Refine you. Yeah, I refined you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> what has marriage taught you to as a young married couple this far? Yes, these questions were not on oh, the list. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, hold because on. Because I'm getting us now. You're getting us. You're getting us. Okay, yes. off the dome. They gonna hit the freestyle. Right. Go ahead, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> I would say it has taught me patience it has taught me a lot of patience because again i, I would just be like you know forget something no nah, you can't do that you married like you can say forget something when you single mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. no we're gonna get through this whatever it may be you know and you know i just never knew i could be this happy you know like with another person like i'm happy within myself mm -hmm. you know that's that level of confidence i got like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm good but no, with her, I'm the most happy. And it's it's fulfilling. Yeah. I think I've learned that some things are truly sacred. Like, I think sacred is a word that we hear, but to experience the sacredness of marriage and a marriage that's pure and truly between two people who really love each other, like, it's like a reverence and a respect for the whole union thing. Like, mm -hmm. I get it now, like... Is real. Mm -hmm. I see why God put it in the Bible the way that He did, and I get it. Mm -hmm. All of that. Shout out to you, God. Shout out to God. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your advice to people who are afraid to live in their truth? It's not as scary as it looks. Once you do it, it's it's okay, and you'll figure out who is really for you and who is really a not against you, but just not for you. Correct. And so, you know, you just cling to the people that are for you and you just live your truth one day at a time. You do what you're comfortable with, but it's not as scary as it looks. And you can actually be happy and it's electrifying. Mm -hmm. 
to really live in your truth. So mm-hmm. if you're scared, just think about how strong that fear is and think about your authenticity electrifying you and, and just feeling that much more alive. Mm. Yeah, Beautiful. I'm, I'm like, be happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. as long as you ain't messing with no kids, man, be happy. <laughs> you know, be yourself. Like, yeah. it's oh, it's really okay. Yeah, it's really okay. And, mm-hmm. and it feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to not live within my true self because I've been this way for so long. Like, I've always been, you know, what they would consider as tomboyish. Mm-hmm. I always play sports, you know. And so sometimes people feel like, oh, you automatically that person's gay mm-hmm. or lesbian or whatever. No, not all people. Some but people speak just... to the person that you know that's like 40 years old and still out Ooh, here. Jesus, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Man, just be yourself and be okay with being yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels good, you know, it, it does. And you can't live for other people. You can't live through other people. Live through yourself and be okay with whoever you are and, and whatever it is that you want to do. It's fine. Yeah. So my last question, and we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> Define love. Happiness. Wholehearted happiness. Like, it's it's a feeling that's unmatched, you know. Love can come from you, it can come from me, but love for yourself is is real. Like, and again, it, it just, it, it's an amazing feeling, like, just to know love and to experience love with your best friend. Yeah. Love. I think it's understanding, acceptance, and... Yeah, I think it's just understanding and acceptance. And I, like I said, I believe in love. I, I stand on love. That's my foundation personally. And I think it's not necessarily romantic. It's just unconditional acceptance. Mm-hmm. Respect, good answer. Beautiful. Mm. So beautiful. Thank you all so much for just taking the time out again and just share your story and just allowing me to be in your home drinking wine you know they they did offer wine and i've been drinking you know not not throughout the podcast i I promise not throughout the episode but um but thank you for having us we enjoyed this as well yes we did we got the swag in the house yeah jackson state yeah uapb and alabama and all of it you know what i'm saying all of it it had like a great I felt that. I felt that. Mm -hmm. And and I also felt you all. So I appreciate it. And I hope everyone who's listening to this podcast episode is able to take something away from it. And like they said, just love and also be who you are. Correct. Be Be who you are. Embrace who you are. Love who you are. And everything else will fall into place. Yeah. So thank you so much again. And I'll see y'all in the next episode of Take a Seat. In the meantime, be blessed, y'all.